This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to get up, get a get mitt, and uh, bring in the gospel to maybe wake some of these fellows up. Come on, wake up, my man. You've been sleeping too late. And maybe that's the lady there to sleep by you. Y'all get up, listen to the old Trailblazer broadcast. Fix you some hot coffee and sit down at the table and drink your coffee and listen to the old Trailblazer. Invite your neighbor to old across the fence. Come on over and hear the old Trailblazer. But I'm glad to be back with you. And this is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer. Pastor here at Radio Missions where the gospel goes out on a regular basis, day by day, day by day. And I appreciate every one of you that's been helping with the broadcast, keeping, keeping the broadcast going and it does cost money to do this. A lady called me the other day and said, Pastor Pendarvis, you mean you have to pay for these radio stations that you come on every day? Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. We sure do, and it's a gracious tool, my friend. We have the Internet now. We're on a worldwide radio on WWCR, and that is a shortwave. And uh, if you go there to our website, radiomissions.org, you can look up all the information you need about the old trailblazer, about the Voice of Truth broadcast, about the Radio Missions Radio, and uh, and and if if you ha- if you don't if you're not subscribing to our Voice of Truth magazine, it'll have a lot of information, have pastor's picture and all those things. But let's get back to our study. We're looking at the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and uh, under the Holy Spirit conviction, the sinner comes to see that the Lord Jesus Christ is his only Savior. And there's no hope in and in apart from him. He comes to see that God is merciful by the paying of his sin debt in Christ. He sees that Christ is his surety, his substitute. We went into that before. In his heart, he is convicted of the fact that Christ paid his sin debt and paid it in full. F-U-L-L. This becomes a living reality to his own heart and life. He then takes up with Christ, his only Savior and Lord, his only Master. He knows none other. He is grateful beyond measure. He can't quit thanking the Lord enough. The Scriptures tell us be thankful in all things. Are you thankful? Do you ever get up in the morning and sit on the side of bed a little while, maybe two or three minutes, and say, thank you, Lord, for a good night's rest. Thank you for a wonderful wife in there cooking breakfast. Thank you see these children you've given me, three or four of them, ever how many. Oh, I know. I've been there. I have three children, three grown children, five grand, five great, five grown grandchildren, and nine great-grandchildren. Not, they're not grown. Got one of them that's pretty close, 14. But my, listen, that individual knows no other. He's grateful beyond measure and never ceases to praise the Lord in his heart for being awakened to his lost condition and being brought to Christ and knowing in his heart that his sin debt is paid in full. Paid in full. Like I told you about the, about the old storekeeper where we traded and sold our strawberries when we were a kid at the end of the season. My dad would go in there and settle it with him and then mark his bill paid in full. For all that summer, we'd been getting fertilizer and bean seed and uh, rubber boots and khaki pants for us boys to go to school with. But listen, now he's a child of God, Jesus Lord, his Lord. Brother, when that takes place in the human heart by the power of the Holy Spirit, that individual is ready to give an answer to the hope that's within him. Do you ever, someone comes in, sits by you in church, 
would you before the church gets started say, turn to him say tell me how the lord saved you well can he do it can you can anybody do it can you do it someone asked you can you tell them how the lord the scripture says always be ready to give an account of the hope that you have within you that's right my friend but listen let's go on and you can always tell how God saved him. An individual can always tell. And he never grows tired of telling. Then that individual will not go astray very easily on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. No, sir. He knows what's happened. He knows what's taken place. He recognized the Holy Spirit for it indwells him according to God's word in 1 Corinthians 6.19. Go there and read that when, we, when the broadcast goes off there. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. As that born-again believer begins to witness and testify of Christ, there will come a conviction in his heart of the need of power. Yes, he wants to be able to witness for the Lord. He will begin to notice that his testimony doesn't cut, doesn't bring folks under conviction, and he will begin to wonder why. In some way or another, the Holy Spirit will call his attention to the fact that his need is to let the Holy Spirit have control of his life. Now, my friend, that's a true statement, if I ever told you. So the first requirement for power or for the filling of the Holy Spirit is a conviction of our need, our need of power. As we talk about power, let us make this statement. In the very beginning, now listen, that nowhere at any time or under any circumstance does God give the individual power to be used as he sees fit or as he wills? He does not do that. The Lord doesn't do it. Power belongeth unto God. It is the Holy Spirit himself working in and through the believer, giving that the testimony of Christ in power. According to Acts 1.8, we find, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me. Then Luke 24, 49 says, But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Oh, my friend, the Holy Spirit is our power. It is the Holy Spirit taking the believer and using him to witness and testify of Christ with power and not to believe we're taking the Holy Spirit and using Him. You got it all backwards, haven't we? The Holy Spirit is sovereign, my friend. Sovereign. God is sovereign. The Holy Spirit is sovereign. And listen, the Holy Spirit is sovereign and does as He wills, as He pleases. It is the believer recognizing the sovereignty of the Holy Spirit and asking Him to take control of His life and work together, work through Him as He wills. Now, you can do that, my friend. Listen, the born-again believer not only needs a conviction of the need of power in his life and testimony, but there must come, there must come a conviction of the existence of the blessing of power in his life and servant. For two years, two or three years, sometime the Lord saves a sinner. He's conscious that he's not not working largely in the energy of the, was working largely in the energy of the flesh. But listen, I had labored so long under false conception of the power. Listen now, I was afraid to yield myself to the indwelling Holy Spirit. It was a glorious time in my life as a child of God 
when I realized his indwelling presence and asked him to take my life and as an instrument in his hand and speak through me in our services here, there, and yonder and use me for the glory of the Son of God and of the Father. The third requirement for power is that the heart and life first be emptied of self and of the world and must be cleansed. In Luke 9, 33, the Lord Jesus said, If any man, listen now, listen, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. In salvation, the individual must be willing to forsake all for Christ. In Luke 14, 33, the Lord said, He that forsaketh not all that he hath cannot be my disciple. You ever read that verse of Scripture, my friend? Over there in Isaiah, I believe it said, Let him forsake his way. Oh, I can't quote it right. When, two, when the individual comes to the place that he wants Christ above everything and everybody else, and in his heart he has forsaken everything and everybody and counts them but dung. My friend, we have to go on living. We have to feed our family. We have to pay our car note and our house note. All of those things, we don't, sh- sh- don't shun those things. No. No, I've seen individuals sell everything they had and turn it into some little church and hit the road under a little old tent on the side of the road, call himself an evangelist. No, that's not what the Lord requires of us, my friend. Listen, counts everything but lost that he may win Christ. Christ is revealed to that individual's heart as his all-sufficient Savior. He realizes the world has been crucified to him and he's been crucified unto the world. The Holy Spirit has been made real. The death and the resurrection of Christ in his heart and life He made real. In the Christian life, it is daily dying. Take up thy cross daily. It is a daily cleansing. It is a daily crucifixion. It is a daily mortifying the deeds of the body and the flesh. It is a daily walking with the Lord. This is made real in the heart and life by the Holy Spirit, my friend. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Now, then by faith, let's go by, Let's go ahead. We're about to run out of time. Then by faith, that individual dedicates to God that which has been cleansed. Then your whole life is sanctified or set apart. That's what sanctification means, to be set apart to God for holy use. Is that what the Lord's doing with you, my friend? It is God working in you to will and to do of his own good pleasure. You may still ask the question, what do you mean by cleansing, Pastor? Trailblazer, what is it? It's a cleansing from daily sin. It's a putting to death the deeds of the body. And we're looking at it a little more in our next study. We're having to get off there right pretty quickly. Listen, uh, as you are not a debtor to the flesh any longer. You owe the flesh nothing. God set it aside in saving you, my friend. You came to the end of your flesh before the Lord saves you. You saw that everything that was of the world and of the flesh was under the judgment or condemnation. You saw the glory of it all pass away. 
it became bitter. Oh, it did. It became bitter. But the old trailblazer is going to have to get off there and come back tomorrow with another message. But this is the old trailblazer broadcast. I'm here Monday through Friday at this same time on many other stations. You can look us up on our website, www.radiomission.org, and uh, find out where all we're at. We're worldwide on Radio Missions Radio. Our website is radiomissions.org www.radiomissions.org and uh, we hear every day Monday through Friday at the same time but we're on other stations at other times and all on the weekend the, the Sunday night and Sunday morning services the trailblazer comes on occasionally on those stations and then we're there with our worship hour on Sunday the Bible school at 10 o'clock our local time worship hour at 11 and then the night service at 6.30 and I, I would that I could hear from you. Let me know where you're listening from. Let me know what, what broadcast you're hearing. Maybe you're not hearing everything. But if you would, I'll send you a log, or you can find it in our magazine or in our website of every station that we're on, over 100 stations. And uh, I praise the Lord for all of you who helped me with the broadcast. We're just an old sinner saved by grace. And we don't have no DDs and all those things behind our name. No, just SS, Save Center. That's what Pastor Shelton said. He was a saved sinner. But remember, my mailing address is Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number is area code 225-664-8658. Help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. Before we go off there, let me plead with you to help us. We could use a little help. We want to go on a few news stations. And if you would, the Lord will bless you. And bless us for having you. And we thank every one of you. We failed to do that many times. But the Lord knows that we thank you. And praise the Lord for you. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 